0: Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money. I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, welcome back to part 3 in our series on investing and today we're going to be talking about investing in shares. And I've spoken to I've spoken to many people over a, a quite a long period of time that have expressed an interest in the share market but are too scared to get started or they've got no idea how to begin. So this uh, podcast today is really a beginner's guide to investing in shares what it all means I'll try and talk about some of the names involved with share um, investing um, and it's very basic so it really is for the beginner I will just I would just like to issue a disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast because this podcast is purely for information and educational purposes. Um, and in no way am I giving you advice with regard to the shares that you should be buying. I'm really just starting your education with regard to what it all means. So please see your own personal financial planner if you want some advice on what shares you should be investing in. So having said that, let's get started. So I think one of the first things is people often wonder, well, what are shares? So shares are... Um, pieces, if you like, um, of a company. So a company may decide, I'm going to start trading. I want to go public on the share market. So um, I would like to be able to open up my company's parts, shares in my company that other people can buy because a few different reasons. I might want to be able to raise money because I want to do some further growth and I don't have enough of my in myself as a company. Uh, so I want to raise money from new investors. Um, sometimes it might be that um, somebody I want to sell part ownership of the company. Um, or it's because I've already got a private shareholder. So it started out maybe two, two of two or three of us owning a company and then one wants to sell their stake. So they open it up to the public. So, you know, a few different reasons, but it could be just to enhance their reputation, you know, make them more known by offering, um, some shares. So what it is, it's saying we'll give a percentage of the company to investors who will pay for a share or a portion of the company. Um, And, you know, what that can mean is that sometimes, in some cases, you've got the ability to earn some of the profits in the company, which would be called dividends, and they could be paid out during the year or once a year or however that is done. Um, And when a company first starts to open up to the public to for the public to buy shares that is called the initial public offering or IPO. Now if you can get in early on an uh, initial public offering of a company that is about to, to do really really well then that's a great time to be buying into it because you can often get a cheaper price Then, once um, a company has been trading on the market, on the stock market for a period of time, and everybody is starting to realize the value of that company. So, of course, we've all heard of uh, people talking about the share market and how it goes up and down. It's often referred to as being vo- very volatile. You might have uh, seen uh, reports on the evening news. It will, it will flip after the news to the financial section. It's usually the time of the news when people walk out of the room and uh, people will go and make themselves a coffee or a tea because they simply do not understand the language associated with share trading. And it really is a whole different language. And so one of the the things that I would say to each one of you, if you're interested in this um, type of investing, force yourself to listen to it because after a while, you'll start to recognize what people are saying. You'll start to understand. Google is amazing for just Googling what different words mean. Um, And there's a whole heap of information. We really do live in an information age where um, it's available for you to go and find out what different things mean. But, um, you know, I can see that uh, for some people talking about the share markets, how it goes up and down, that might feel very risky. And remember, if we look right back to the beginning of this series, we talked about the risk factor, didn't we? And we talked about whether you feel comfortable with that. So one of the things that you really do need to do is when you're looking at investing in shares, it really is I mean, you may get lucky if you just say, I'm going to choose that one, that one and that one, just some potluck. But realistically, if you're going to do well with this, you need to learn um, how to find out information about the companies that you might be investing in. And one way that I always think is a good place to start is looking at companies that you already know. So, for instance, if I talk about, you know, many people have iPhones. So Apple would be a company that everybody's familiar with, and you can buy shares in Apple. Um, so you you know from personal experience that they're often on the ball when, when they come to new products. You know that it's a very popular product. Um, you know that they often will have cutting edge technology. So it feels like you sort of know them anyway. Uh, so that's what I mean about working with a company or buying shares in a company that you already know you know even things like Netflix the the movies that you watch at nighttime or Disney that type of thing you know you know those things uh, buying a certain product Nike that type of thing you um, your energy company, the energy company that you use to provide electricity or gas in your home. Do they look like they're expanding? Do they look like they're taking over certain areas? You know, that type of thing. You know those things. Or if you're heavily into art and that type of thing or or, or the music world or something like that, you might know something about a certain company. So it really is good to stick to the companies that you know and understand a little bit Um and then do some more research on them. Now, I'm going to really skip to a step before I describe how to find out that information, because I'm going to explain to you where you really start. So if, you, if you're interested in starting to buy some shares, you really need to be able to open up a share trading account. Now, most banks have them, Um, You know, if I name a few, the Commonwealth Bank is called Comsec. You would have heard that many times because often they're on the news with regard to using their data, depending on which channel you listen to. The NAB Bank has got um, a NAB trade uh, section to their banking. Westpac is just just called Westpac share trading. Bankers say is direct shares. So they've all got their own share trading section. And if you open an account with them, you know, you don't have to have any experience or anything, but you open an account with them and you can deposit money into that share trading account that you can then use to buy shares. Now, they will charge you a fee and there's all different types of fees. Um, and it's probably good to have a look. You don't have to stick with your own bank. You can use any bank. Um but it is good to be able to have a look and see what they're going to charge you for each of your trades. So when you buy a share, there'll be a brokerage fee that is taken out of that um, amount that you've got in your bank account as well. So you can you can start small and you can buy small, and um, you know that's how you get actually get onto it. Now, some people will say, "But don't I need thousands of dollars?" Well. Not really. You can start off with a, a few hundred. I think it's about 500 you can start with. Most, most people like to start with about that. So what you need to be thinking is, are you going to feel very nervous that uh, the day after you buy some shares, they go down? So again, we get back to the risk factor. If you really are going to have sleepless nights, um, just continuously looking at the stock market, seeing "Oh my goodness, I paid that for that shares and now they've gone down," and and you're just having sleepless nights, then I would say that this type of investing is probably not for you. But if you have got some money together and you you've done some you've done your research and you're feeling reasonably confident and you know that this is a long term type of investing. Uh, that we're talking about today, we're not talking about stock trading, where you're on the computer all the time, you're checking all the markets, you're constantly buying selling, very different, we're talking about investing long term in shares, then um, it, it would be a good idea for you to open a share trading account, because within those share trading accounts, there are so many educational tools. Now, some banks allow you to access that area without Um, actually opening an account, but some banks don't. They like you to actually open an account before you have access to their training tools. And they're very basic tools. They're great. So you can actually really start to read up on how do I do this. And within those um, tools, you'll find educational papers on different companies. So all the companies that are trading on the stock market, you should be able to find their white paper or their research paper that they talk about. And it will tell you on that paper what's happening in that company. One of the things you can look out for is on that paper, it will tell you what the value of the share is. Um, so let's say for instance you're buying a share in um, let's just say let's just create a company Smith.org um, has opened up their company onto the public market and they're she- they're selling their shares for 50 cents each okay um, and they believe that's the true value of them but when you come to buy them you hear that they're not selling for 50 cents, they're actually selling for 63 cents. Well, what that means is that the value that the value has increased a little bit and maybe not be very true. And the reason it might have gone up is because there's been a big, uh, there's been a lot of purchasing, you know, several different reasons, but it's gone up. So maybe, you know, that's not, too good a buy. So just be really looking at it and reading up on what's happening in that company. But if you go and have a look at what they're trading at and they're trading at 40 cents rather than the value is 50 cents, that means they're trading below value. That could possibly be a good investment as long as you've read up about the company and you're feeling quite comfortable with who's in charge of the company, what they're doing, what their plans are for the future. You can read all of those things on those tools available on those stock trading platforms. So I think it was a really good idea to begin your education with regard to it. You know, we're talking really basic here, um, and I, like I said before, think long term. So realize that you know you might buy your shares one day, and tomorrow they've all gone down. Don't panic. If you did your homework and you felt like it was a good investment at the time, then just just, you know, wait it out and see what happens. And I would suggest that you start with one or two companies at the beginning so that you can really um, look at how they're performing, because by looking and watching without panicking, you can start to understand what's going on. Sometimes when things happen in the world, it will affect the price of the different share prices. And you can notice, oh, you know, what just happened in the world? Why did that go down? And you'll start to understand and connect the dots. So what you're doing is you're building your education and your understanding of what affects the market to to make it go up or down the price of the share may suddenly go down because they've released a lot more shares. So there's a, an abundance. So It's a bit like that economics, basic economics, where there's an abundance of something, the value goes down. Where there's a shortage, the value goes up. Where there is a, a, big, a, a lot of um, interest, the value can go up. Um, where there's no interest, the value can go down. So it's a, a little bit like that, but you would learn by watching what's going on in the market. You know what's going on with the shares. So think long term and then down the track once you're starting to understand you really need to be looking at a port what we would call a portfolio so even if you've just got one lot of shares in your share trading account then that means that you have a portfolio of one type of share. Now, I'm sure you've heard many, many times, don't ever place all your eggs in one basket. So this is where you start to what we call diversify. That means you have different types of investments within your share trading account, your portfolio. You might decide to not just directly buy shares from a company, you might decide to buy a group like a managed fund or you might decide to buy, um, you know, something that somebody else is floating on where they do a, a different amount, different types of shares all grouped together. Um, you might decide to, um, I don't want to get too complicated here, but there's certain shares that you or portfolio of shares that you can use that copies the um, ASX um, 200. So, you know, things like that, that are copying them that we're getting too complicated. So I really don't want to go there, but there's different forms of investing and you can read up about all of that on the different tools, um, to see what is available. So, what I'm trying to say is once you understand and once you get used to the whole idea of trading, of buying a share and holding on to it, then you can start looking at different types and diversifying your portfolio so you're not all invested in energy or you're not all invested in technology or, you know, you can have a, a few different because, different times in the market and what's going on in the world will affect different types of shares. And so if you've got everything in, let's say, all of your shares that you purchased were in coal and all of a sudden electricity takes over from coal. That's a really bad example because it's, you know, that's a long time ago. But you know what I mean? Coal goes less and less, electricity goes up and then you know that type of thing, so you need to be able to diversify your portfolio. So realistically, today's podcast was just about wetting your appetite and getting you getting you brave enough to go online and just start to read up. I really would recommend that you choose uh, an online trading platform with one of your banks. Um, no specific one. You you've got to go out there and have a look because there's so many tools where you can actually practice even share trading. Um, when you are on those sites, you can pretend you've purchased one and you can see whether you did a good job or not, or did it go up or down. And so that's re- that's a really good thing to do as well, because you, again, you learn what has affected it or, you know, I made this decision because of this. Was that a good idea? Yes, No. But realistically, you just got to take the plunge and you've got to say, I'm going to do this because I've got this amount of money. I am prepared to lose it because I just want to learn. And really is you've got to think about it as the value of an education. Sometimes we lose along the way when we um, do this, but we gain in education. So I really want you to think about that one. All right. So I hope I've whet your appetite. Any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me, podcast at coachchris.com.au. So to today's quote, uh, what I thought I, I, I found one that was really uh, very interesting because it really is talking about taking a step. Okay. So Muhammad Ali, the great boxer said, even the greatest, greatest let me get that right. Even the greatest was once a beginner don't be afraid to take the first step. And I think that's great because with something like um, buying your first shares, you're petrified. You think, gosh, you know, I've got this money. Should I just put it in the bank account? You know, I'm only going to be earning 1% or something because I'm too scared to take that first step because you don't really know what you're doing. But you've done your homework. You've learned about it. Just go ahead and take that first step because even the greatest... person who invests on the share market had to start somewhere and they just started bit by bit bit, and they were a beginner at first and they took that first step and they've gone on from strength to strength to strength from there. So even the greatest was once a beginner, don't be afraid to take that first step, said Muhammad Ali. So all the best, talk to you again next week. Chants, 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 time. chants, 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 chants,